universe. I am God. Now, when I say that, a lot of people get triggered. But understand, I'm not saying that I'm God in a religious aspect. I'm saying it on a practical level in that day to day, I'm in control of my life. Based on the decisions that I make, the thoughts that I put energy into, the daily actions that I take, this is what dictates what will happen in my life, right? I'm actively creating the experience that I want to have in this life. Many people don't create the experience they want. They allow other people to tell them what they should want or experience. See, when you free yourself from the shackles of other people's perception of you, life becomes infinite. Life becomes blissful. Life becomes a never-ending synchronicity of miracles. See, we have been trained to see God in every form except ourselves. The same energy that's inside of you is the same energy that created the universe and Earth itself. I... Let that marinate for a minute. Okay. I'm the type of person that likes to play devil's advocate, so let's just play it with this one for a minute. Let's assume he's absolutely correct. Okay. Because, in a sense, we need to understand one thing. And I think he's right on one part, one aspect only. We have the power to control our atmosphere. In other words, we can control our attitude. We can control our thought processes. Because at the end of the day, we are the sum total of what we think, how we act, and how we react to things. And even at my age, I'm 52 years of age, I'm still learning how to act and react. I've had to humble myself more now than I've ever had before, because I'll just be honest with you, and I said this to so many people, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, you couldn't have crossed me a certain way. I would have went off on you, and I wouldn't, and I didn't care. You know, I said a lot of things to people, bad things, nasty things, that I regret today. And that's why I'm learning to listen to the voice of the Spirit. Because if you listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit, He will tell you, hey, you shouldn't think that way. Hey, you need to think like this. You need to react to this. You need to forgive that person. You need to say, I'm sorry to that person. You know, yes, you have the control of how you act, how you think, how you react. So, yeah. You have a certain level of control, of free will that allows you to think however you want to think, to act the way you want to act, to choose the thoughts that you wish to choose. But that does not make you a God. That does not make you God. Okay? Because when you say you are God, okay, he didn't say a God. He said God himself. Okay, words are important, folks. Let me just say that words and context are very, very important. Listen to what he said. He said, I am 
God. How many people do you have you heard say, I am God? Do you realize what that means? Do you have any clue the connotation of what that means? When you say that you are God, you are the, you're saying that you are the one that controls your own destiny, which we don't control. We can't control our own heartbeat. We don't have that power. So you can't, number one, you can't say you're God in that sense. You can't even say you're God in a sense of, of controlling or decision making. Can you control your own heartbeat? I'll give you an experiment. Let me just play with this. Okay, let's just play with this. Let's say, okay, you say, okay, you're not God in a sense of such and such and such a thing. Okay, but let's play with this a little bit. Hold your breath for about five seconds. Now try to run it by yourself. You think it's a computer that's causing you to breathe? Do you think it's a computer that's causing you to think? No. Obviously, there is something greater than ourselves that's causing us to think and to process information. That's allowing us to think clearly and to, to, to speak and to do the things that we do. There's something intricately divine within us that was created there by divine design that we have absolutely zero control over. Can you call the thunder down? Now, God had this conversation with Job in the book of Job, and it, it was almost at the end of the book. It was like the 38th chapter, 39th chapter, somewhere in that range. He says, if you can do these things, then I'll tell you your own righteousness saved you. Now, I understand in the sense of what he's talking about, but this type of thinking is very, very dangerous. This is very, very dangerous thinking because of the fact that, okay, you are putting yourself in a position That you don't want to be in that, number two, you don't deserve to be in. You're putting yourself in a position to be humbled. And I've learned, and I, I've learned the hard way, and I'm going to tell y'all straight up. There's a reason why the Bible tells us, humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and he will lift you up. There are plenty of verses in the Proverbs and in other parts of the Bible that talk about the difference between pride and humility. Humility, let's let this let me make crystal clear, okay? Okay, before I get back on this, let's go, let me let me just make clear. God has never said to hang your head down and look to the ground. That's not humility. That's low self-esteem, and that's something you need to have checked. Humility is understanding your place as the create as a creative being and not the creator. You real as if you humble yourself, you realize that you are a creative being that was designed by an intelligent creator. And you realize that you have limitations. You also understand that the only reason why you're able to do things is because someone that's more powerful, more intelligent than you 
did it. What he's talking about, some new age stuff that's been going around, and, and, and it's the same old demonic trap that's been going on for years and years and years. Saying you can be God. You don't need God, you can be God. And don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with loving yourself. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with taking care of yourself. The Bible encourages us to take care of ourselves in many chapters. Because at the end of the day, yes, we can control what we put in our bodies. We can control what we read. We can control what we watch and listen to. Those are things you have control over. At the end of the day. But who made the, who gave you the brain to make those decisions? Who gave you the thought process to make those decisions? You didn't do it by yourself. You didn't create it yourself. So number one, because of the very fact that you didn't create it, you're not God. You're not even a God. As I said, there is a certain level of control that you do have that God gives you to have. You have the right to decide your atmosphere. You have the right to decide the decisions you make. You have a right to decide who you want in your life and who you don't want in your life. You have a right to decide how you're going to think, what you're going to believe. These are aspects of your life that you have control over. But when you say you're God, you're saying you can control the elements, the earth, the sky, the sun, the moon, the stars. You created them, so you have control over them. You created all the animals, all the birds, all the fish, all the plants. You can command rain to come down. You can command thunderstorms to come down. You can command earthquakes and hurricanes and tornadoes and fires. You have that power. You had the right. You had the right to create life, and you had the right to destroy life. That's what. That's the position you put yourself in. And to me, that's a very dangerous position. If you listen to this man, and please don't get me wrong, I don't know what his intentions were. I mean, maybe he's trying to help us to. Feel better about ourselves because we've been oppressed as a people for so long. And, and I feel like, I mean, his intentions are good. Okay? His intentions are good. And I'm not ups, I'm not frustrated at that. And he says, well, when he says, when he, he says one thing, when people say I am God, when he, people say I am God, people, it triggers people. Of course it triggers people because we've been taught as children. We've been taught. That God is God and we're not. We've been taught this. Is we, our grandmamas, our great-grandmamas, our mamas. We've been taught God is above and we are beneath. This is, this is, these are concepts we've been taught as children. There was something written in a book called The Purpose Driven Life by uh, Rick Warren. He said, if you want to know how an invention's been made, there's only two ways to find out. 
The first way is trial and error. The second way is you look at the instructions or you go you go to the person who created it and you ask them how they do it because after all they know how to fit they to use their invention. It's the same way with us. If we want to know how to live a life that is pleasing to God, wouldn't it be best to go to the source? You don't go within to figure it out. That was the problem to start with. We cannot fix ourselves because we did not create ourselves. So if we're the problem, how are we going to be the solution too? We can't be the problem and the solution. We have to be one or the other. We can't be and. But this is the deception that is in, in our world today. It's the same deception that was in the Garden of Eden. It's the same deception that's been going on throughout world history. And he's not the first person that said it. Probably won't be the last one either to say it. But let me just clarify this for y'all. And I'm not saying this even in a sense of being of Christianity. I'm saying it from the concept of just common sense. And it goes a little something like this. You can't control your heartbeat. You can't control your mind. You can't control uh, walking, talking, things like that. You can't control the elements. So that means you're not God. But because we are created in the image of God, we have the ability to, to create our own atmospheres. We have the ability to make right and righteous decisions. We have the right to do the right thing. We have the ability to live a clean, wholesome, healthy life. But we, it didn't come by ourselves. We didn't do it. Some Somebody bigger than us and higher than us and greater than us did it. And like I said, there are so many scriptures in the Bible to talk about pride. And mind you, this is Pride Month. That's a whole nother topic I'm not going to waste my time talking about. But this is what I will say, and I'm going to close with this thought. Remember, I said earlier that you can either humble yourself or God can humble you. So I'm going to leave you with this thought. The Bible tells us, humble ourselves in the sight of the Lord and he will lift you up. That does not mean that you lower yourself and you just look down on the ground. But what it is, is recognition of the one, number one, of the one who created you. Number two, of the one that controls your heartbeat. Number three, who has the power to cast you into hell or lift you up to heaven. It basically means that we acknowledge the one who is our creator, our sustainer, our friend. And as we acknowledge him, he lifts us up and he puts us in positions and gives us abilities and strategies. 
No, we're not God. We will never be God. But we can have the love of God in us. We can have the peace of God that he promised. We can have the joy that comes from God. We can have the love of God because his love to begin with is not something we created on our own. We can have the mercy of God that we can extend to others. All the good things and the good characteristics that we have come from a source that's not from ourselves, but it's within ourselves that can only come from a, from a higher source than us. Because we on our own have no goodness, no mercy, no kindness, no love, no joy within ourselves, of ourselves. So you can't come from within and get it. It has to come from above and be put into you. And as we allow God to fill us with his goodness, fill us with his love, fill us with his mercy, then people will see Christ in us as we exhibit the characteristics of Christ, the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, meekness, faith, self-control. These are the signs that God is working in us, through us, within us. But these are things that can only come from God. We don't have those abilities within ourselves. So when somebody gets on social media and says something like this, they are on very shaky ground. Very shaky ground. And those of us who are word savvy and understand what the word is, we can look at someone like this and see that this is a guy that needs help and needs prayer. But there are people that aren't as savvy. There are those who are new to the faith. There are those who are very impressionable and they take something like this and they'll run with it. And they're walking on sinking sand, literally. You put yourself in a position where God, the creator of the universe, has to humble you. And I promise you, if he has to humble you, it's going to hurt. And it's going to hurt bad. And you don't want it. It would be so much easier for you to humble yourself in his sight. And let him do the promoting. And let him do the creating. Let him work through you. Let him be your promoter. You'll be a whole lot better off for it. But whoever this guy is, I don't know who he is. And he's got a, uh, he's got a, pretty good Instagram IG following. We need to pray for him because I believe he's on very, very shaky, shaky ground here. He's in the same position as Lucifer. And we all know what Lucifer's end is going to be. Lucifer's end is set in stone. He can't change it if he wanted to. He could beg for it, cry for it, whatever. He can't change it. We have the power to.
if we choose to humble ourselves. Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and he will lift you up because he is God. He is our creator. We are his creation. It is he who made us. We didn't make ourselves. We don't have the power to make ourselves. We are the sheep. He is the shepherd. We follow him. He don't follow us. So let's humble ourselves today. Let's, let's today be the day that we say, you know, yeah, I'm breathing. I'm walking. I'm talking. I'm doing things. But always give credit to the one who did it and give you the ability to do so. Big Mel, who is Rugrat? Follow me on Instagram and on Twitter and on my website. Just a little thought for y'all to think about. There are many people who think like this. Let's be aware and be cautious. God bless. I'm out.